All right, guys, I'm recording. Hey, guys, You're welcome recording. to Tuner Evolution Nation. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. That's not how we're starting this. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shutting that shit down right now. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, so this is actually going to be our first go uh, with our podcast. We haven't quite made up a name yet. Um, as far as introductions go, my name is Jake. I'm here with my co-hosts, Brian and Shahan. What our podcast is really going to be focused around is is going to be really the aftermarket scene in the tuner scene of cars. Um, we have all been very passionate about it for some time, so and we talk about it constantly. So why not record it, post it somewhere? So Brian, Shahan, if you want to, you want to talk for a sec, let people hear your voice. Hi guys, my name is Shahan. Hi. It's a really weird name because I'm not white. Um, <laughs> So today's main topic that we're going to be talking about is going to be underrated cars, okay? And we're going to have more topics mm-hmm. coming up later on. Um, but I'll let Brian talk now. Hi, I'm Brian from <laughs> San Diego, and uh, yeah, this will be fun. He's this a gonna be fun. Boy. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think yeah. that's I think that's going to be one of the best things about this 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 podcast and the dynamic between us three is all three of us are from different areas and different scenes. Um, I'm, I'm from Detroit, so, or from the Detroit area rather. So I grew up around muscle cars in the motor city. Um, granted, I do have a more of a love for, for German engineering more than anything. Um, and Brian is like, like Shahan said, a stance boy. Uh, he, he, he just loves anything that is literally sitting on the floor with the rim touching the fender. That's him. <laughs> That's his love. And- Yep. I'm from where New England. I was yeah. going to say, I'm from uh, a place where Honda Civics and fart cans were everything. And when I was young, I like used to idolize it. But then I grew up um, a little bit. But I still and now like he Japanese. likes fart cans. Um, no, I, now I he like... Likes, now, no, 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 no. Now you like fart cans <laughs> on Subies and new Civic Type R's for some reason. Yeah, yeah I guess disgusting so. still. <laughs> uh oh yeah so as far as the underrated car topic there are so many cars out there honestly that are just extremely underrated for what they are um i think a lot of them get a lot of hate just because you know they're they're not the mainstream and i think a lot of people are scared to go against the mainstream especially in a um I guess in a social a social way, if they're posting on social media or on YouTube or anything along those lines, I think they get I think they get a little scared to buy something that's unique in some way. Uh, Brian, um, I, I'd love to know what your number one is because I know so all three of us picked three different cars that we think are are our top rated underrated car. Um, and Brian, I'd, I'd love for you to take it over and, and tell us about what car you're thinking is uh, is most underrated on your list. He's wrong. So, I'm kidding. Okay. All right. Get out of here. Just because it's not a 3,000 CT. Disgusting. So my number one, obviously, the Toyota Cressida, the Mark II. Okay. Because, I mean, have you ever seen one done up? They, yeah. It's got that presidential look. It's just... The Mark II, you said? Yeah. What What years were those? Like the 90s, pretty much. They right? started in 60. They started in 68, but Dang. my favorite is probably, yeah, dude, they're old. 
It's like, probably the 84 to 88. Okay. The X70. Got you, got you. What so what engine engine did those come with? Ooh, it looks like a Volvo. It does, but it does it come does it, it. does it come with a like a older one J? Yeah. Does it really? Holy yeah, crap! It, it comes with a one J. A one J Volvo tank, dude. That's made in Japan. I'm assuming. I'm assuming those weren't turbo from factory, though. No. Oh my god! Well, no. somewhere the I just saw a picture of its stands, and it looks so good. Dude, right? That's where my love for the the chaser started, actually. Because Wait, what? What year is the one that that you like? I'm sorry, what year is that? I He's, like. He said '84. All right, 1987. To be safe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. Dude, I didn't realize how square-bodied those were. Yeah, it's a Volvo, bro. Yeah, dude. Dude, that thing's thing. You guys know. Crazy. Yeah, man, that thing is so, super clean. Can you get those in the U.S. or is that import only? So it usually it's import only. You can find a couple of them for sale around, but they're really hard to find in good condition. The last time I saw a really good one was when I was in college, fucking seven years ago, four years ago. Yeah, they, this dude just had one completely stock. Man, it was great. Dude, it was so beautiful. The Toyota Cressida. Dude. Was it imported like, or no? I don't know. I never got a chance to talk to the guy. <laughs> you should have and gotten his number too. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, that, far from him. that thing is pretty sweet. <laughs> I like cool. that a lot, man. Yeah, if you want the JZX100, it... People fucking slide them all over the place too. Oh yeah, the JZX100. Yeah, Adam LZ has a couple it's of those. Just... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think he has one in Japan yeah, he, and one I'm in the states. Sure. Yeah, because I know for sure I've seen the one he has in the states. Yeah, it's red. They, it's beautiful. He went crazy on it. Oh yeah. The, last time, the first time I saw it was when he put the light the library on it. <sighs> Dude, have you oh, have man. you seen it? Have you seen it with the red window tint? Yeah, dude. So when me and Chapon were talking about going to Japan, the yeah. one thing I was like was, all right, let's buy a fucking chaser while we're over there. Yeah. <laughs> because they're affordable up there. You can also find them at the auction semi-regularly, kind of, but usually they're kind of beat up. I mean, I'd, I'd love to have it personally. I remember in Midnight Club when you could do colored window tints. And I would do some. Oh my ugly god! Ass I colors. forgot about that. But then, like Dude, once, like yeah. real life came around, and I actually got my first car, I kind of forgot about it. And now that you brought it up again, I'm like looking at pictures, and it's actually disgusting. You know what game was actually really <laughs> good that I think got a little bit too much hate? What? What's up? Midnight Club LA. I think it was good. It just wasn't like oh, the previous oh, one. I agree with that. I think it was a little yeah. bit more realistic, and I think that's why people didn't like it. But you—that was like the first game that they introduced uh, first-person driving. Yeah, which, dude, that was like a necessity yeah. for me. When you're like in the dude, actual first per- like cockpit, first-person driving. I think I think that might be one of the very few games back then that did first-person shooting yeah. or first-person shooting, first-person driving right. 
because it just it, i mean you could you could see you could look around and see the interior mm-hmm. but also see the road perfectly fine like i had i had a c6 corvette in that and it was beautiful to drive around in because it, it felt like i was actually sitting in a corvette it was sick i had a 3000 gt and then i bought a 3000 gt and i was like wow it's of the same course. thing and then i went back <laughs> All right, well i went back and bought the game after I bought the 3000 in real life, and I was like, wow, this is actually like fucking accurate. Like, it was pretty accurate. Well, let's well, overheat all the time, too. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't hear you. No. What'd you say? Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, okay. It's, 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 it has nothing to do with your constant overheating issues. Nothing at all. Oh, hey, I fixed that. I put it on a new, a new water pump. Are, are you freaking sure you fixed that? It was either the, yeah. the thermostat, the, the water pump. We did all uh, of We had a bad radiator. We had a bad radiator cap. All of a sudden, we thought your head was blown, but it wasn't. Oh, my God. I had a dude who works on fucking... I had a dude that works on Porsches and Ferraris help me. Well, that's good because the the fucking shop in South Dakota didn't know shit. And like, even he barely Yeah, every time I'd go to the shop, they'd fix it. Be like, oh, it's good. And then like three months later, same issue would come up. Three months? Like a week later? What are you talking about? (laughs) It was was at least a month. You're giving him too much credit. No, it was at least a month. I'll give you at least 21 days, three weeks. I'll give you at least three weeks, or at the most three weeks. He kept telling you, "Oh yeah, no, it's fine," but you couldn't drive it down the freeway to get to him. <laughs> all all they would do was they would flush the coolant and then they'd put it back in, and then that was it. And then they'd be like, "Oh, it's fine. It's not overheating yeah. now, so it must be fine." I'm like, "Dude, the problem comes." So it had to have been like a leak or something. I don't know, man. It was fucking weird. Oh man. All right. Well, let's let's move on to let's move on to you shahan what 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 car what car have you picked for your All most right. underrated back to underrated cars my first pick i mean you guys already know the 3000 gt but not my 3000 gt the vr4 because i just have the base okay. model so if you guys didn't know when the car first came out in like 91 i think there was two models there was the base which um had a dual overhead cam v6 non-turbo and then there was the vr4 which had the twin turbo. That one had like 320 horsepower. Then in uh, 96 or 97, they came out with the base SL and the VR4. So the base pretty much became like a lower end single overhead cam, which is what I have. It's like a piece of shit. It's sure. like 160 uh, horsepower. Then the SL was the new base, if that makes sense. And then the VR4 was still like a beast. So I think that car was just way ahead of its time. And the only con was that yeah. it was really heavy. Because the car was, you know, it had like a bunch of features. It's like even even my base model, too. my base model yeah, your base has power windows, bro. Yeah. yeah, your base model is literally a brick. It has power windows. Oh though. I know, no, but I'm just saying, like that. I it's honestly surprised because here's the thing: like your car isn't it's wide, but it isn't that big. Yeah, you know, just overall, it's not that big of a car. But no joke, your car weighed more than my Focus ST. Yeah, my I think the curb weight for the base model is like is like three thousand something, but then the VR four because it's all wheel drive is even like heavier. It's like almost four thousand pounds. Yeah, dude, my ST was thirty one, like thirty one or thirty two hundred pounds. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy to think that you know. I I guess it kind of shows 
you know, how things have really moved forward just in general. Like when you see SUVs nowadays that are like six, seven, seven thousand pounds, it's the same thing as it was before, but there's a reason that they're that big. But cars, no joke, I swear to God, have shredded off like 20 to 20 to 30 percent of their weight from so just from the 90s. Here's my theory I think it has to do with yeah. the materials that they use now because even 100%. though I have a piece of shit, like three liter engine that only makes like 160 horsepower, it's Pretty much like everything Maybe in like that engine bay, there's like no plastic. It's all metal. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's true. Also, so if you get into a wreck, you're going to survive easily. Yeah, because I have a boat, a Japanese boat. You literally drive a Japanese boat. <laughs> and that doesn't float. Drive somehow. A heavy yeah, front wheel drive car is just like the nastiest that, combination. I'll, I'll just drive. Every single time I see your car, every single time I see just like a base 3000 GT, I'm so confused on why it's not rear wheel drive because you look at you're looking at it and it's like, okay, it looks it like has it. it has a tight interior of something that would need rear wheel drive. Uh-huh. It, yeah. it just feels like a car that would be rear wheel drive like it has your center console running th- or uh, yeah, your center console running through the car. Yep. It's huge. Yeah, it's like made to no have a, going a drive shaft going through, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's that's insane. It's just so weird. I think if that car was, it very weird. it'd be like one of like the best cars of the time. Because um, VR4s are all wheel drive, but they're still based off of front wheel drive platform first. And then like they're adding. So them. yeah. So what does it do? Does it just run a transfer case through instead of yeah, like th- being a, a direct drive? I think so. I think so. Um, but the the thing is that that chassis is the same chassis as the second gen Eclipse. Okay. So that's why it's, I think that's why it's front wheel drive is because they share the same chassis. So um, because obviously the 3000 GT is like the bigger brother. By the way, fun the fact. Eagle t- Fun fact, in the first Fast and Furious, instead of the Supra um, being the next car after the Eclipse, it was supposed to be a 3000 GT. But something happened with like the, the uh, production and they had to get the Supra instead. So if they ever did use the 3000 GT in that scene or in that movie in general, maybe the roles and the prices would have been swapped for the two cars. Fun fact. You know, I, I can debate I can I can debate that pretty heavily. Um I don't think that the three thousand GT has the stature and the name to be able to keep up with what the Supra is and was. I just don't. I think if I think it would have been stock in the it did, but not in not in the aftermarket. Not in the aftermarket. And I yeah. think that's what I think I, I think that again, that's that's really the that's the um you know, That's the motive the of, the, of this of this podcast and what we're talking about here is aftermarket. Yeah. I, I just don't think in any way, shape or form, you know, that's the thing. You can find a stock v, VR4 um, for what, 20 grand, 15 grand? They're, I think they're less, like 10 grand lowest. I, th- I really do think so. So if, if, honestly, if you can find one for 10 grand and you can't even find a stock Supra for anything less than $40,000... <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of shows the aftermarket, and that also shows just the 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 stature of the car itself. I think the VR4 is a awesome car. It is so cool. I love it. It, it honestly is. It's a, it's it's a dope looking car, and honestly, it performs like it has a twin turbo V6, and it's all wheel drive. Like who doesn't like who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. It's just you know crazy. what I mean. Like that's it's it's honestly it's an older version of the GTR. 
It honestly yeah. is. Like it it really is just an older mm-hmm. version of I'm sorry, older version of the eh, I would say modern day GTR. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And it and it sounds good too, but I just uh, there's just something I I guess it's just I guess it's the way the name holds up and in the history of it. Um, I, I think I think the the Toyota Supra just in general has a much broader history, going from the old ones to the new ones. Um, that I mean, I I do love the new one, like the new new one, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I love German cars and I love that it's pretty much all German. Um, but so BMW with Toyota body kit, let's be it, real. It really <laughs> is. It really is, and I'm okay with that though. That's the thing. I am. I love the look of it. I, I think yeah. it is the most I, I personally believe that is it is the most beautiful car that Toyota has made since the 90 Supra. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like I don't think there's anything that competes with it. Yeah, I could see that. I can't think of anything right now, but that's hard to argue. Maybe some of the Japanese stuff could compete, like the overseas only cars, but Evie. Yeah, like but even then, it's like. Uh, but it what what overseas Toyota cars have there been that we haven't been able to get? I mean, yeah, but the Chaser is a different. Uh, well, I guess if we're, I'm not trying to talk about class, or maybe well, I guess we can't rub that in. Yeah, because the Chaser was up until like what twenty two thousand and one or something. Oh my God, was the Chaser that young of yeah, a car? Yeah, it was. Like yeah, it was pretty it much kind of became Corolla out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like, look at the Corollas out here. The, Cor- the Corollas out here are garbage. Yo, think <laughs> about Mitsubishi during the 90s, though. Like, they had the VR4, they had the Eclipse yeah. GSX, and they still had the Evo all out at the same time. Well, th- I, I think no, that's the big, I think that's the big reason. Or, go ahead, Brian. They were, like, think about now, right? As far as sports cars go, yeah, there's still, a, like, a group of people that like those, no one really wants it as much as they did back then. Yeah. Everyone was putting out a sports car that was affordable. Multiple now, sports cars. Now you're dropping 50 plus. Yeah. So back then, everyone could afford it and want it and could get it easy. Now, if we want an old Japanese sports car, we're asked out mostly. And I, I think that's one of the crazy things too. And honestly, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why the, you know, the Mitsubishi 3000 GT, the VR4 specifically, I think the big reason that it never took off is because the Evo overshadowed the absolute shit out of it. Oh yeah. It it mm. completely took it completely took over. Honestly, it did. Um, yeah, obviously up, obviously up until like 2015. But. I think the main reason was because the Evo engine was so much better in the aftermarket. Oh my god. Than the 3000 so GT engine. Yeah. So good. And plus these cars ran into a lot also, of issues. What did you say? How easy was it to get a VR4 here? Like, I don't... As far as, like, production was, goes, like you it said... It was expensive. It was definitely... It was, like, in the 70s, 70,000 range back in the 90s, which with inflation is, like, a shit ton. It's, like, over 100,000 now. It was so 70 grand back then? Yes, it was. <laughs> this car no was expensive. No way. This car was it, expensive it was not back then. Option. So, of course, people were going to kind of drop it and let it, like, all right, yeah, we... I like the way it looks, or I like the way it drives, but it—I can get an Evo for half that. Everyone calls it the poor man's Ferrari. Like that's pretty much what it was. 
Damn, dude. I never knew. That's I fair. honestly, I never, never, ever, ever knew it was that expensive. It was, yeah. I never, I never, dude, honestly, even back then, I never would have thought it'd been a lick over 30. Oh, yeah. Here, I can Google it if you want. Does it have, does it have all wheel steering? Do? Yep. Dude, see, okay, I, I think that's the kicker right there. How many cars, even supercars back then, had all wheel steering? None. None. Like, come on, dude. All wheel steering alone is such a huge thing, especially for the, you know, the 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 sport um, of of racing in general. And I think that's one of the things that I'm I'm kind of surprised that it didn't take off in the racing scene. I'm surprised that it didn't turn like no one turned those into actual race cars nearly as much because I mean, all wheel steering, all wheel drive, twin turbo V6. Like in what in what way would that not be a competitor? Maybe because of the weight. You know what? The weight was probably a big issue. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. It's it's heavy. Yeah. So as far as racing goes, you're all you're at a disadvantage, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That was more of like a grand that. tour type car. Yeah. But yeah, that's my pick. Did they bring? Operated. Did those have? Did, did those have target tops? Or no? Uh, no, but they they made a spider variant of the VR4, which kind of looked ugly, to be honest. It's kind of hard to make. It's really any, rare. Any that one was rare, though. Spider. Oh, and also, like the, they made the new. What's up? I was I was going to say the very last year, the '99 year, was the one that had like that T-shaped spoiler. Oh, okay. And that one had the updated headlights as well, but that was only made for one model year. Okay. Well, I guess we can uh, we can move on. Um, Your pick. Yeah, on to my pick. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer more into like the supercar realm, um, just because I mean obviously we all have an appreciation for, um, you know, more affordable cars that are you know at least nowadays that are more affordable um, and, and easier to get the get get your hands on than they used to be. I think one car that really surprises me about the prices of them now is the McLaren MP4-12C. And honestly, I think you guys are probably really confused on that, on how I'm saying a supercar is cheap, but you can get one of those cars for $90,000 now. I mean, it's a supercar. It's a McLaren. Mm -hmm. You, you got to think about that. I, as far as it being underrated, I'll give you that because honestly, no one ever talks about it that I hear of. Only people that do are like, obviously, guys that try to review cars. But I don't know, dude. I mean, it's a McLaren, and I think it's mostly underrated because it's not a P1. Yeah, okay. I, I will agree with that. Here's my thing my favorite car of all time is the P1. My the P1 is my dream car. I look at that car and I get a feeling, dude. Like it's just like I, I feel I, I feel like it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> I really do. And and I love that car so much. Granted, it's you know 2.5 million dollars, but you know, I don't know where I'm getting that fucking money, but we'll, we'll see. Fuck. Um but honestly, the, the McLaren MP4 12C, one of the biggest things about it that I think is so incredible is the engine that it holds. It has a 3.8 liter twin turbo V8. Or is it a 4 liter? I can't remember. I think it's a 3.8, if I'm not By mistaken. Way, guys, I was wrong. The MSRP was 40, around 40. So, like in today's money, it would be 70,000. Yeah, that's oh, still really? a lot of money, though. Yeah, it's, dude, yeah. 
MP4 12C engine. Yeah, I'm just looking up the engine because I forgot what engine it has. It has a V8, doesn't it? The is it? Yeah, it's a 3.8 liter V8 twin turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll tell you right now, it's one of the best. Si- yeah, it's 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 one of the best sounding V8s of all time. Honestly, if you've ever actually like heard it with an exhaust, it is very deep, but it's high revving. So it's just uh, unbelievable. Um, I, I think I and I, this is going to be a shorter topic than your guys because it's not nearly as interesting. But um, <laughs> it, it I'll, I'll, I'll be flat out about it. But it is, in my opinion, it's in the supercar realm. I think it's very underrated. Stradman actually just bought one, which is super cool. Um, but the car has the ability to even nowadays destroy most supercars on the road with a simple tune. You know, it you know, looks like, like a it, Lotus. It does. It Which does I look like. like a Lotus. It looks like, um, yeah, it looks like a, 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 what is it? The Evoke, a Lotus Evoke or something like that. Is it the Avora? Wait, let's see. Avora. I think it's the Avora that I'm thinking. Yeah, it looks just like the Avora. Yep. It looks like the, the Lotus Avora. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for for that car to, to be as cheap as it is, is, is unreal. Like, how is how can you get one of those cars? It's a seven speed dual clutch. Okay, it only weighs like 3,000 pounds and it has a twin turbo V8 putting out over 600 horsepower. Yeah. And it's fast as hell and it sounds amazing. And it has a simple and beautiful McLaren interior. I think it looks awesome like that's it's a beautiful car. Yeah, I think it's incredible. But, you know, obviously everybody wants the most flashiest thing. And that's why it doesn't come up a lot as like one of those cars that you see. That is, you know, oh my God, he's so good looking. Because when you look at like the 570 or the 650 or, you know, 675 LT or the 600S or 600 LT, sorry. You know, those cars have more of a P1 front end. And I think that's one of the reasons that they're, that they are so much more sought after. Um, But this car, I think just for, just for what it is, the performance that it has, the name that it carries for crying out loud, because you got to remember, this was McLaren's first shot at making a road car. Mm-hmm. This was their first yeah. road supercar ever because, you know, they're a racing company. You know, that's what they do. But for them to come out come out, out of nowhere and release this and honestly knock it out of the park, I think they did such a good job. I, I love think, that car. I think two things happened with this car that make it underrated. One, at the time when it came out, it wasn't a flagship model, right? And then two yeah. is... True. It's European, so like as soon as they're used, the price just drops. Depreciation is crazy, so I feel like in in today's time, this car is like a forgotten relic, pretty much. Well, I get, I get, I understand it from the from the flagship side of things, but the you know European market, the the depreciation side of things for the European market for supercars, I don't agree with because okay. when. Because you got to think about it. Because when the you got like the 600s or I'm sorry, 600 LT right now, it's going for over sticker still. The P1, pretty sure is going for 500 thousand over what they sold for or what they stickered at, if not more than that. So all of these, I, I I honestly think that the big reason that is depreciated so much is because of the point that you said, because of it being their first car and not being a flagship yet. I think the uh, I think the 570s is more of a staple for them uh, to to really get into the uh, the supercar world more, um, but I think this car was definitely underappreciated, and I want one. 
<laughs> I want one right now. How much were they going for? Like use? Right now, you can get them for 90. Ooh, not bad. I found an Alpha 1 or an Alpha model, which is like a, a rare one, um, going for 116, which is a crazy for, low price. For a somewhat new supercar, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, for... Uh, trying to see auto trader i just want to look it up really quick just so i can uh see what some of the prices are at what is that amazing website yeah you just mentioned used used 23 auto trader is the best way for you to look up cars that are used new or certified sponsored like that ad read that was crazy no i'm kidding we're not sponsored no we're not sponsored by (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's true uh yeah mclaren is uh i mean I'm, i just found two here that are within 50 miles of me and both of them are under one hundred and ten thousand dollars. there you go and what about you just get a c8 no i'm kidding i would get a c8 but the only way i'd get a c8 is if they if somebody finds a way to unlock those uh those damn c uh um uh ecus yeah, I still. That's, 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 that's one. crazy that no one has so done you that. You don't want to get on the freeway. Oh, it's shit. just annoying. Like, no joke. People are having to straight up get standalones in order to do anything fun with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just found a 2012 McLaren MP4-12C coupe with 8,600 miles on it for eighty-five thousand dollars. Sell your body, buy it. Okay, <laughs> well, that's that's not gonna happen. That easy. No questions. <laughs> yeah, because that's just that's just how it goes, guys. I'll just sell my body right now. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Penny. Yeah, we can probably need a good amount for you. God yeah, damn, guys. I calm want 50% down. percent of your body. <laughs> this is getting weird. Oh, my God. Stick to the cars, people. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Are we going for uh, our second picks now? Uh, are we going to do second picks or do we want to move on? It's up to you. Um, let's move yeah, on. And then let's, let's, if we have time, we can go back to the main topic. Yeah. And we'll we'll just make the main topic or those quick. We'll just make okay. the main topic quick. Gotcha. Um, side topics. The first one I want to talk about is Fast 9. Honestly. Okay. I want to talk about Fast 9. Um, the movie, by the way. Yeah. The new the new movie, Fast 9, um, of the Fast and Furious saga. So... I have an issue with it already from the trailer. <laughs> is it because issue? of John Cena? Can you not see him? No, I'm fine. With, I love I, <laughs> I love John Cena. I'm fine with him being in the movie. Um, what's uh? Oh, geez, what was her freaking name? Letty. The um, no, not Letty. Mia. Mia. I'm not okay with the fact that Mia's in the movie because she's alone. Why? Because wow. she's alone. Brian isn't with her. <laughs> Yeah, but she still needs a paycheck, bro. She has all that money. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is your problem. I'm the fact they're trying to tell you Vin Diesel and John Cena are related. That's not an issue. <laughs> nah, because I see it. <laughs> I, I don't. It. I do not see that. <laughs> Maybe not in the look, but look at them both and just how big and bulky they both are. It makes sense that he would be the older brother and John Cena would be the younger brother. It when is, I'm pretty sure John Cena is actually. I feel like older. you only feel that way because John Cena has hair. <laughs> Probably. No. I no. I don't. It's you can say it. It's fine. Okay. You guys look older. 
I can't wait to hear Tyrese say like two things that are kind of funny and then get a paycheck and walk away. I do. I'm just happy that Han's back. I want to know how he came back, bro. It's going to be the most bullshit story. Yeah. So I sacrificed my soul to the devil in the ninth realm and I came back, got resurrected in an RX seven that was brought down by the heavens. I saw Dom catch a car that had flipped over onto like, onto <laughs> Yeah, dude, what was up with that in the trailer? Like he caught a car. <laughs> like straight up, he is on something other than steroids. There's he, something going on with that. Listen, when I saw him catch a car. <laughs> Just like listen to that sentence. Listen to that sentence and how stupid he it caught sounds. a car. Like straight up takes a car and just pushes it as it flips on top of him. What? <laughs> as he's standing on another moving car. Oh my god! Exactly. Yeah, how do you even have even footing at that point? Tell me they're gonna hold a fucking helicopter to a truck oh with a chain barehanded. <laughs> Yo, guess what car John Cena is, is supposed to have in this movie? I think it's a Charger, no, isn't it? Mustang. It's a Mustang. <laughs> that doesn't that fit him perfectly. It sure does. Look, you can't see me. You damn right, because he's about to run everybody over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my god, god yo. dude, that's perfect. You can't see me. Wham! <laughs> Letty just has a bike. Yo, for some reason, Ludacris has an NSX. Yeah, Tyrese has a and Jeep Wrangler. I'm I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of <laughs> mad that uh, it's you know they both bought. Um, Coney's egg CCXs at the end of the last movie. Why aren't they using them in this one? Yeah. Because it's too expensive. Because that's expensive. There's only okay. two in the Western Hemisphere. I that was in Fast Five, wasn't it? Was it Fast Five? Yeah, that was Fast it Five. It was Fast Five. Yeah. That was Fast Five. I lost um, track when they started doing wait, bullshit. So this other girl, this other girl with the purple smoke behind her, I'm not sure if, if you guys are like looking up. That's like, Mia, isn't it? No. That is the hacker girl. What was her name again? The blonde no. one. The blonde no, the, one. The, yeah. the black. The black girl. No, 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 she's no, no. a black girl, black and like Ludacris and like Tyrese would always be like around her and try to flirt with her. Yeah. She's like the hacker girl. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Fuck. Hey, I thought they killed that blonde before, though. I'm so confused. Ramsey. No. Yeah. 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 Her name is Ramsey. her name is Ramsey. Yeah, that's her. Like. Her hair, her vibe is so different now. What is she driving? What is that yeah, purple car? Is that is that like a Veilside NSX? Like, what is that? Let me see. I'm, I'm going to look no. at the trailer right now. Yeah, because Han's driving. Or is that a Maserati? Han's driving the new Supra. Yeah. But what is that purple car, yo? What is Ramsey driving? It, it looks like a Veilside NSX from the front. Or a Why am I not surprised that Dom is still driving is, a charger? Like, come on. Give him something different. Come on, man. Character development doesn't exist in this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, they, and, like, I'm I just don't understand that. why they would pick. It, honestly, if I were them, if I were them, I wouldn't have given him the charger. I would have given him a Hellcat Red Eye. A Hellcat oh, Red Eye makes more sense. That would have been sick. Goddamn something fun. And they that could have been a great marketing tool as well. That could have been a great like marketing tool because they just released the uh, wide body ones, right? Yeah, that yeah. They well, they released the wide body ones in like 2018. 
No, like they added a new. That's the demon, I think, is what you're thinking of. But they added a red. No, 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 no. In twenty in twenty eighteen, they started doing the or twenty nineteen even. They started doing like uh, you can get the RT scat packs and wide bodies now. Mm, okay. Which is actually super badass because you can get a wide body challenger scat pack for like forty thousand dollars or forty five thousand dollars. I'm just curious. Have there, it, they okay, sit nice. Has there they ever been nice. a Chevy in this like franchise? Hello? I like, think there was uh, a one of the old movies. Are they just not sponsored Wait. by them or something? Like I don't, I don't think I've Those ever are. seen a Camaro. I don't think I've ever always... seen a Camaro. Oh, wait, so what are we talking about? Are Chevy, they, are Chevy, Chevy. I've, I can't oh, no, no, think no, no, of a Chevy no, no, no. In, the, in these movie series. I can't think of one. No, no, there isn't a single one. So they're just not sponsored or something. Like it, that. it would have been so badass, dude. It would have been so badass if they would have brought in the C8. The, uh, no, the new, uh, the new um, Camaro ZL1, 1LE. You know how badass that yeah. thing is? Uh, that is a beautiful car. I was hoping for the Chevy Sonic. I'm kidding. Okay. This that's is, what Transformers no, I th- I think, uh, Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Maybe yeah. that's the reason they haven't done it is because they already have a they already had a contract with Transformers. What? They can only have one so movie contract at a time. And he didn't just catch the car. The car that he's on is on its side. He catches it, flips both of them back down. Bro, I'm sorry. Even, <laughs> it's not even a car movie anymore. It's like Mission Impossible. It's like the GI Joe. But I mean, guys, we've been we've been debating that since Fast Five, though. Yeah. Fast Five was like a I mean, heist, though. I think Fast Six and up, it became like Mission Impossible. I think Fast like four and five were like more heist type of films, but then after that, it just became like Mission Impossible. Like technology, gear, hacking, that type of shit. It's yeah, just no, I, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, no, I it's just these movies don't me anymore. I don't know. There's just something about it that just doesn't. I'll you still know, watch them, but yeah, like it's. I don't feel anything when it comes to cars anymore. Nah, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. I mean, it's badass. Don't, don't keep me wrong. Like I'll still watch it, <laughs> but it's just it's not the same vibe that it used to be. You know, it's not the same thing anymore. It's just the most crazy, unrealistic summer blockbuster now. That's nah, fine. Oh, dude, did you know demons are selling for like $130,000 now? Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Why didn't it pick the trim that I picked? All right. RT. I want to look at the RT oh, scat pack. You picked a demon? Yep. Just found one. 2020 RT scat pack for $47,000. Oh, man. Fast nine. That movie got delayed by a whole year, didn't it? Just because of Corona. It did indeed. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about delaying it again. No way. The, so the supposed release date is May 28th this year, 2021. So we'll, well see Let's what hope happens. so. You know, I was, I, was thinking, so. I was thinking because they added Han back, they might even add Giselle back. Because let's, let's face it, we never saw a body. We never had like a funeral scene. We never had any of that, right? Um, You're wrong. And just knowing how unrealistic everything is, like they they might as well just bring her back anyway. I ha- I have a theory. I, th- back I think they might bring her back at the end of this movie as like a surprise. I think they might. 
But who were they bringing back? Yeah, Giselle. But then again, like her as an actor, she's been too busy with like Wonder Woman, so maybe they won't even. Dude, do it. no, she straight up died off of a plane, bro. Here's she, the thing: like she Hans, fell, Hans, she Hans, fell like twenty feet and died, going two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, but Dom caught a car, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, Dom fell off a cliff in a car with no helmet and survived, like rolling over for like 20 minutes. He's been through explosions. He's brought down helicopters on his own. Yeah, so how did she die from like a 10 feet fall? It was just her time, bro. Just her time. There's no way, bro. There's no way. There's no way. (laughs) They've done crazier shit. Oh, man. Well, I guess I guess I guess we can move on to our next topic. I think we're getting a little too heated okay. here. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna move pick. on to uh, yeah we're gonna move on to dream cars under ten thousand dollars. Hell yeah, brother! I I love this topic. I think this is a great one. Do you guys have your cars ready? Do you guys know what your dream car is under ten k? Oh yeah, and all right, RX-8. Brian, go first. No, you kidding. both probably could, you both could probably guess mine, honestly. Let, just just go for it. I, I just wanna I wanna I wanna solidify that I'm right. Well it's a two forty. Is it really? I didn't <laughs> think it was a two forty. You probably I didn't thought think it was, it was an E thirty, didn't you? I did think it was an E thirty. Yeah, now I want an E thirty right now and I'm going to buy one at some point, but no, my dream car has always been a two forty. No shit. Um, especially especially under ten. Because you can find one that's in actual good condition for around that price. Depending on where you look, it'll be a little higher, a little lower. So yeah, two forty plus. You know, options are fucking endless for that car. Wow, hmm. dude i I had no, I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea it would have been the two forty. I honestly thought you would have said the the E thirty. But I guess I guess as far as restoring it, you know, it's a lot more. I would say it's a lot more user friendly and a lot more universal on what you have the ability to do to it uh, compared to an E30. I think the E30 is a little, a little more, um, a little more out there. It's a little more technical. It's a little more yeah. technical. Also, my my other option was actually going to be a Miata, simply because there is so much you can do with that little car. And it does, just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I should be able to go online and look for a Miata with a V8 that's boosted and find one for around 10 to 15, you know? Yeah. I, did, I don't want to buy someone else's project, but it's an option that you have, which is fucking nuts. That is pretty crazy, honestly. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do, I do like the Miata. I, I think the Miata is a good car. It's one of those other cars, just like the, like you said, like the 240, that has the ability for you literally to be able to do anything with it. Yeah, like, and everyone, everyone has seen. You can do. You can put a V8 in a 240. You can make it all wheel drive. You can do anything. You can. If I get a genuine 240, I can put a quick, a kooky front end. I can put a zinky front end. I can completely transform that car and it will like yeah, it'll cost me a pretty penny but it'll be worth it in the end yeah that's a good car man can't even deny I it is. no i want to go last always 
Oh, Jesus. I'm scared. Okay. I'll go next. Right, what uh, you got? I'm going to have to go with the mid 90s. Um, nine or Ooh. the mid 90s uh, Audi Quattro. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's a, that that's car. Not too out of the possibility for you, but like, I don't know. It's yeah. not what I expected. You know, it's, it's, uh, the, the thing is those are very much so rally inspired cars. Um, and I, I love rally rallies also always been something that I've loved. Uh, it's always something that I've actually wanted to do professionally, but just never, ever, ever got the chance to even like dip into it at all. Um, I think that's one of the reasons, you know, why, like I still have those like burning passion to like go do it. Um, I just, you know, I need money, (laughs) need money. Uh, But, you know, I I think um, one of the big things with that car um, that I just love is, is, is what it is itself. So the, the engines in those um, are incredible. It's, it's a five cylinder turbo. Um, That engine right now is, Based off, well, the new engine that's in the Audi RS3 is based off of that motor, and it is one of the best sounding engines ever. And I'm sorry, it's actually the 1984. It's a 1984 Audi Quattro, um, and it's the UR Quattro actually. But that car is just—it's so different from what you see now, and no one does anything with them. But they are so badass. They are so badass. It's just a good, clean car that has the ability to make a bunch of power if you want to build the engine. Um, and and just be something that no one expects because it has the deep grumble of a five-cylinder engine, um, but just screams up top. Absolutely screams up top. Uh and I mean they dominated rally for a really long time. And uh it's it's uh it's a, available out here. What's up? Were they available out here? In the U.S.? You can get them in the U.S., yeah, but they are so rare. So rare. Finding one is next to impossible. Hold on, hold on. Are we sure you're at under 10? (laughs) Dude, yeah. I've checked it right now. No, no, no. You can find them in not good condition. You can find them in not good condition under 10. I'm not saying something that's in good condition. That's fine. I'd probably end up doing an engine Actually, swap probably anyway. Probably only eighty because they're German. Mm. I was kidding. Please don't hurt me. What? Oh, he wasn't. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you want my car now? Honestly, that I think the hardest part about like under hold on one sec. The hardest part about thinking about Jake in an older car, I only picture him in like something modern. Who? <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I don't really see him in an older. So car. when he said Audi Quattro, I was like, ah, unless that's, it's like an old like muscle car, then I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But the only way I'd get an old muscle car is if I got like a '67 or '68 fastback Mustang, <laughs> and then I made it modern. <laughs> that's the only way I'd do it. I would keep the body the exactly what it is. I would probably, I'd probably, I might widen it out a little bit. Um, but I would put some fat tires on it, lower it, just give it a mean stance, and then probably drop in a voodoo, uh, a new voodoo Mustang engine. Voodoo. Oh, yeah. Or build a 
Nope. Or build uh, an old um, 451. Or, I'm sorry, 351. Put a 351 Windsor in it, even. Because those things sound disgusting. Like in a bad way? And they're fast. You can, no, 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 in the best way. <laughs> Granted, those are carbureted. I, I wouldn't want something carbureted. I, I, I could only do fuel injection. Um, I like carbon yeah. dioxide. Yeah, of course you do. All right, you. All right, John, what's your car? What's your <laughs> okay, car? Man? So originally, I was going to say the 350Z, but I think there's a car that's better value for the same price. And I okay, think okay. that car is the Hyundai Genesis Coupe, but the V6 version, okay? So oh, shit, they are under 10, aren't they? Yeah. So the reason why I wait, this, your car, your old car? Yes, but like 2010. You're joking. 2010 to like 2015. Yeah, you can get them under 10 right now. Yeah. So no shit. I this car has a 3.8 versus a 3. Point, uh, what is it? 3.5 liter, right? That the Z has. Yeah. Um. So bigger engine. It has more power. It has 348. It has more torque, and I think it sounds better. Because some people like complain about the Z's trumpet exhaust and all that. Um, That's and all it like. you still get back seats yeah. if you need them, right? Yeah. So I think all in all, like, yeah, it's Korean. Maybe the aftermarket scene at the time wasn't as big, but I think it's big now for this car. I think the aftermarket scene is pretty big now. Oh, it's huge now. 2012 Hyundai Genesis Coupe, even the two liter, the two liter turbo is $8,000. I just yeah, found But I would just prefer the three, the 3.8 because if you turbo those bad boys... It's a lot of power. That's crazy, dude. You can, Shahan, you can literally get your car, Back. your old one, <laughs> like a 2015 Hyundai Genesis Coupe 3.8, $16,000. Yeah. Those, yeah, those cars dropped in value. I was kind of shocked. I just found a 2013 R-Spec 2-liter turbo uh, Genesis Coupe for 11.7. I'm looking at a, a 2010 yeah, Genesis Coupe 3.8 for $8,500. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. Dude, that's surprising. Yeah. But that's a good one. It, you know what this car reminds me of too much of? What? Just mm, an updated Tiburon? and done... It's literally an updated and done right version of the Tiburon. Yeah, but it's, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it's done right because it's rear wheel drive. It's not front wheel drive anymore. Yeah, and it has a good engine. So it also it also reminds me, like at least from the people that I've seen in the cars, the way that I've seen them done, it's like a G thirty five. Yeah, yeah, I could well, under overvalued it at the time, and now they dropped so far that everyone can do it, but no one wants to. Everyone kind of I can't stand it. the headlights. I can't stand the headlights of the G35. It just pisses me off. <laughs> I actually love that car. I can't stand the way it looks. I I don't know why. I just have a burning passion for the way that car looks. Burning? Look, this car that burning. I posted in the chat. I found it for like two grand. Eight thousand dollars. And I was eight grand for that? Mm-hmm. Three point eight. Six oh, B yeah. manual. But yeah, I think That's the, crazy. that car was definitely, you know, like for the time, I, I think that was like, you know, uh, so like right now, Hyundai and Kia are doing like great, right? But I think back then, I think this was the car that kind of started that whole sporty trend that they're on now. Yeah. I feel like this yeah. is the car that did it. I'm not even going to lie, man. That Veloster N is uh, it's a good car. Yeah. I hate that it's front wheel drive, but it is a good car. It's valued really well too. You tried to buy a 
lost her when I got here. I'll never forget that. Me? Shahan did? No, you did, Jake. You were like, oh, just get her. It's real nice. I told you to get that? <laughs> yes. Did you not know Remember he was when a car we looking for cars? You're like, oh. No, we both knew because the day we met, he asked me like, oh, San Diego, have you ever heard of like TJ Hunt? I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to his first meet and he fucking lost it in the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're bros instantly from that, you know? Yeah. Well, the first the first day you and I ever hung out, which I think was that same day, I took you to a dealership to look at a car with me. Yeah, because I wanted I needed a car and you were like, oh, well, there's a WRX here. No, I looked at a WRX. He looked at a Camaro, I believe. Yeah, I looked at a I looked at a twenty at the time a twenty seventeen Camaro SS. How could you? You know what the funniest thing about that too was? The guy just like the keys were just sitting in the box, but like the box that they have on the windows and the, the box was unlocked. I literally, I literally could have just, I could have just drove off a lot. You should have drove. I straight up. I straight up could have stole that car. You should have drove to Mexico. That's what I would have (laughs) done. Oh my gosh. That's crazy, man. Hey, well, I mean, I think, uh, I, I think we have a good list. You know, as far as our, our cars under 10K, I think mine surprised you guys a lot, which I'm happy about because I I really do love that car. I love that car a lot. It's just you don't see them, man. You don't see them ever. And they're, they're you know, <laughs> ones that are barely rollers you can get for under 10K. <laughs> but you can get them. You can get them. The thing is, if you find one in mint condition, they're closer to like $40,000. Oh, no. Because they, they are a rare car. But I'm talking about in the status, in the way that I would do it, I would 100% get something that barely moved. <laughs> yeah, because also with that, you don't really need it to. No, I don't. That's the thing. Like it, it, That thing's a project. You know what I mean? It's like Brian Scotto from Hoonigan has one, and I'm pretty sure it still doesn't run. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, nothing of his runs, though. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he has so many cars that don't run. Yeah, let's be real. Sky's Dang, dude. So uh, I, our last topic um, about this next car, Shahan, what was this about exactly? Was it just about the car in general? This is the feature yeah, that we like have every single episode. Oh, yeah, Remember? the car spotlight, car yeah. highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this 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 next car is um, – I think this next car is the ultimate daily driver for somebody that wants to drive something classy and presentable but also is a completely badass car. Uh, and that is going to be the 2017 Audi S6. Um, I, 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 I personally just, I, if I could buy one right now, I would, I, I really would. Um, and honestly, I can. I just don't want to spend the money because it's forty five thousand dollars, and I just don't, I can't do it. But one of the big things about this car that I think is so incredible is the, it's just the potential. What it has the ability to do. It comes with a twin turbo V8. It's all-wheel drive, has an updated interior, looks good, sounds good, drives well, and you can also buy a $500 module to completely take control of the car. So you can low, because it comes with air ride, you have the ability to completely slam it. You have the ability to completely slam it without buying bags. 
you can lower and raise the car to whatever your desired height is or whatever you want it to be, literally just doing it on your phone. And you don't have to buy anything extravagant in order to do it. It's literally just like an, it's ju- it's just an OB, o- OBD 11 module. By the way, stock, it has 450 Ooh. horsepower. Yeah. It is it, stock, it yeah. is a little bit on the heavy side, though, at 4,497 pounds. Well, I mean, it's... But it's 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 an Audi. I mean, yeah. what are you expecting? You know, like with the power, your power to weight is going to be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like once you decide to put, you know, let's say you do a tuner and an exhaust, um, and maybe a couple other things just to support it, you're pushing, you know, five six hundred wheel like it's nothing. Those engines have the ability to hold so much power, and I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's an awesome car. Huh. Is this red interior stock? Because if so, yeah, I'm it is. That's an option. Yeah, that's an option. Beautiful. You have the option for a yeah, tan has, interior, a brown interior, a red interior, and a black interior. It has if a I'm nice interior. It really does have a nice interior. I like the the wheel. It has, wheel. It's a flat flat yeah. bottom wheel. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it, funny thing is, the flat bottom wheel is an option. It's not something that they all come with. Oh yeah. So you have to find it with that. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because most mm-hmm. S model vehicles like nowadays have flat bottom no, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um I, I kind of hate mm-hmm. you know that you have to have a certain package on a car in order to get the flat bottom steering wheel. Like how much money is it really costing you to do that, Audi? <laughs> like, like save money. All right, well, let's just cut off the bottom, less materials. Well, oh, okay, cool. Sounds good. The main expense is that they have to create a new part. I mean, I get that, but you know, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it, they're really losing much money there. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Because everything else is the exact same, other than the shape. True. Yeah, That's it. I like it. It looks nice and like black. And with most, what'd you say, Brian? God, this part of the interior just does not sit well with me. For what, what part like, is that? <sighs> basically your center console up to your ac it looks like an old model bmw and the audi i don't disagree with that that's the yeah in the s6 that's the only issue i have is it still looks kind of old to me like everything else is good i love this but that like it just paying 45 but i'm getting what looks like an 05 bmw interior for part yeah like come on now give me something (laughs) <laughs> does that screen like go something. down into the dash yeah it does yeah That's which weird. also isn't my favorite th- my it's also not my favorite thing about it is you know the screen is great like it works really well but mm-hmm. i don't know how much of a fan of the whole screen popping out thing i am just because it sounds oh, like it's gonna it? break plus it looks kind of dumb when it's down Fair. there because there's just like this giant like line outlining your infotainment <laughs> looks weird. Yeah. Wait, what do you that, mean? Though, this car, like when it's beautiful. when it's all the way down, there's like giant like there's like an outline, and it's huge and very noticeable. I don't think it's that big of a deal. At least not to me. I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. And I think I think I don't I don't know why this is really stupid. I think my favorite thing about it is that the push button start is on the right side of the shifter column. So it's literally in perfect position for your hand when you lay your arm down on the center console. 
I don't know why, but I love that. I think that is so cool. I'd rather have it in regular position, honestly. I wouldn't. Because that's the thing. Like, in order to shut the car off, you literally have to, like, do... In order to shut the car off while it's moving, you have to, like, do a sequence in order to do it. So it's not something that'll just, like, you can just shut the car off like it's nothing. You know, it's not something that can just happen. Hmm. Plus, the actual... the car stock just comes with really nice wheels too, which I think is awesome. Yeah, the wheels are interesting. Comes with a great interior. The rear seats are heated, which are nuts. And it comes with a full Bose system. Like, who doesn't love a Bose system in a car? I yeah, like that is my ultimate daily driver. I dig it. Okay, I, I figured Audi corrected something with the 2020. They fixed all of my issues with, with the center. Honestly, <laughs> with the with the twenty twenty, they did. Yeah, they did. I don't know if it was just the twenty twenty, but that's the one I saw. Okay, yeah, let me look, let me look at the twenty twenty. Just on the interior, just on the interior. Everything else about the car was good, in my opinion. All right. Well, I gotta not have it looking at relevance. I need to look at the highest price, so it actually shows me a twenty twenty. Plus, the twenty twenty, sure. I think. Uh, I think the 2020 in general just has like, um, I don't, I think I, I honestly, I like the look of the 2017, 2018 more um, mm-hmm. just because I think the 2020 looks too much like just like a normal family sedan now. Doesn't have enough sportiness to it. But that's the thing. The 20. 20- Wait. Yeah, there's too I'm much chrome, seeing- but I think it also depends on the model that you get. Yeah, I'm seeing some with chrome and some of the black accents on the grill. It depends because they they sell a black optics package for these cars too. Option oh. like everything else. But that's the thing about it, you know, like the 2020 literally has like that that center console that you're seeing, Brian, with the dual screens and then the entire screen for the uh, for the tack and whatnot. That's literally what's in the mm-hmm. new RS6, yeah. the RS6 Avant. That is literally the RS6 Avant interior, which is beautiful. I mean, it's a fantastic car. Think. But it's just nuts how much different that car looks than the RS6 because the RS6 is my dream daily. One hundred, the RS6 Avant is my dream daily. <laughs> yeah, here, twenty twenty Audi uh, yeah. Audi S6 Prestige. I'm also not a fan of the fact that they went to a six cylinder turbo instead of a twin turbo V8. I was really digging that twin turbo V8 because the RS6 Avant has a twin turbo V8. Which is just the front end of the RS6 is sick, right, dude? It's just beautiful. Just a beautiful car. It's so good. Oh, just a heads up! I was looking at Lambo trucks the other day just because I felt like it. God, I want one so bad. (laughs) It's just a good Lambo truck, you know. But Lambo truck. Hey, well, honestly, I think that's I think that's a good place to stop for the first episode, guys. Yeah. That was that was fun. I'm I'm super I'm super happy with that the first go about. <clears throat> All right. That was Well, thank thanks everyone for uh for listening. Um we're uh as far as, you know, schedule goes for for what we're going to try and do for this. I think for now for the first couple of episodes we're going to do once a month. Um and then eventually we want to get it into a, a bi-weekly release and then eventually a weekly. Um but for now we just have to figure out what we're doing. And we also have to come up with a name first before we start releasing stuff. So uh, thanks, guys.
appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. Peace. Thanks, everybody.